They're coming to get you, Barbara. The Fear Central Radio Show. Warning, our content may include spoilers and is intended for mature audiences. Hey fellow horror fans, welcome to the Fear Central Radio Show. I am uh, your host Mike and joining me this week I have... Katie. Paul. And uh, all the way from the pits of sickness hell, <laughs> we have Heather via... Yes, hello. <laughs> <laughs> all the way from uh, wherever she is. If she sounds like she's talking behind a sheet, she's actually talking via Bluetooth. Yeah. Right. So we've got her. We've got her connected. And I am in my bed, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in bed. Why are we in bed? God. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we do want really? to apologize for. Uh, it's last Saturday. <laughs> we do want to apologize for missing last week because it was more than just Heather. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie had some issues also. Mm-hmm. So. Um, make sure that she was okay we thought heather was going to be okay by now right heather yeah heather's dying yeah oh. she's about Not to become she's about to become uh bernie yep yeah yep. not bernie sanders though not bernie sanders no, no. no. the no. bernie the uh, bernie weekend. that had the weekend yeah that yeah, that, that weekend that, of, that weekend could, well it was at bernie's yes weekend, yeah. yep Mr. Yeah. Mr. Say- Corpse's Fun Vacation Adventure. I think that was the name of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as promised uh, via our social networks, we are bringing you a little tidbit. It's like eighty pages. That's not. That's I was not about to say. I was about to say you you killed several trees. I did. In talking oh, yeah. about there, this, yeah. so there's more than one tidbit here. Uh, but we are yeah. we are really. Getting into uh, Katie's forte here because uh, she is our resident historian. Yes. So we will probably be allowing her to do a little more talking this show Ta-da. because <laughs> she, she enjoys history. I mm-hmm. do. And this is a section of history I don't know a whole lot about. I know a whole lot about burning witches and what that implication to the plight of the woman. But I know very, very little about Halloween and pagan traditions. So this is an yeah. interesting. Oh, subject. we are teaching you the ways of paganism. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, well, your been, parents would be so proud. Yeah, I was, oh, about, yeah. I was about to say, we'll get that audio clip and yeah. we'll just send that on to we'll make, <laughs> my parents. We'll make that a ringtone. <laughs> my parents will know who to blame. <laughs> we'll make that a ringtone right there. Yep. Uh, but you know, I don't think I've ever heard a war said saying in in, in honor of whatever the pagans believe. Uh, no. I mean no. sacrifices, but I mean, not but, wars. But, but it's not like you know for Allah or for God or yeah. whatever. Yeah, there weren't really like mass wars yeah. waged for it. It's like mm. because um, one of the things that because I've read a lot about Mesopotamia, yeah. and so Mesopotamia, like they all had different sets of gods. And uh, so all of them believed that they were regionally located. So those gods only had power within the region that they were worshipped. Well, there you go. Very similar to Japan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So. Oh, so if you don't like one, you just move to a different region. Very good. Correct. 
if you felt like one was doing you wrong, you you know curse that one and move somewhere else. Stupid so enough. it's kind of like the uh, it, it's kind of like the big families in whatever town you happen to live in. But you know, it's like uh, um, I'm I'm so tired of the Erath God. I, I need to move. <laughs> <laughs> he hates me. Uh, but yes, we are going to be. I can't hear you. What? You're mumbling. Why am I mumbling? I'm not mumbling. Am I mumbling I now? I can't hear you. I don't know why. Why? Well, you can hear everybody else. You can hear everybody else but me. Why? I don't know. It's <laughs> a good spot right there. Can you hear her now? Right it's a good yeah. Yeah, here. You're here. We're talking. All right. Just now you're that. in the center of the table. Oh, Heather's the center of attention. Do, do you feel like we're conducting a seance on you? Like bringing you into the environment right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm feeling the vibe. We yeah, keep I'm passing you around. <laughs> Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> that was a horrible movie. <laughs> Remember that movie, Heather? That was a horrible movie. Are you... What? what movie are you talking about? What was that movie where all the kids went to the Saint Asylum and there was a? Um... I was quoting the craft. Oh, oh well, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they did one of those two also it was in the so southern. Terrible. Yeah, that one where oh, we were like, that's Shane. <laughs> yes, it did. It had a Shane in it. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> a Shane. A Shane. A Shane. Uh, so yes, into the history here with us, Katie. Yes. All right, so uh, Halloween stems way back to pre-Christian Celtic times with their Festival of the Dead, mm-hmm. usually known as uh, Samhain. Mm-hmm. Yes? Yes. Yes. Um, Unless you're people who don't know how Celtic things are pronounced, and yeah. then you think it's Samhain, but it's not. Yeah, so. it's not Samhain. Or That's Salween. how Americans pronounce it. Marcus. <laughs> so tr- technically... The character in Trick or Treat should be called Sal, not yeah, Sam. Right. That would be really freaking creepy if instead of a coot, it actually made noises like a pig. Right? Oh. Yes. They did that. They did that horrific squeal. <laughs> Mike, the name of that movie is Exeter. Yes. Okay. See, Fast Fingers is working even though she's sick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the internet still works even whenever you're be- bed bound. Yeah. So yeah. according to Celtic calendar, the year began. Boring. What? <laughs> <laughs> See, I said what? She stopped talking. <laughs> uh, where was I? Uh, right here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the festival marked the beginning of winter. Right. And. Uh, uh, since they're a pastoral people, it was a time when the sheep and cattle were moved closer into pastures in order to prevent them from freezing to death. Right. And uh, gotta get inside, like in the witch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, also harvest time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and it also marked the ending and the beginning of their eternal cycle. Right. Uh, so their festival was observed. Uh, yeah, called Salmon. Mm-hmm. 
We talked about that. Why mm-hmm. am I repeating myself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they believe that the ghosts of the dead were able to mingle with the living. Uh, because at Samhain, the souls of those who had died during the year traveled into the underworld. So during the year when people died, they didn't automatically go to the underworld. Yeah. They had to oh, wait until Samhain. What? Right, yeah. Oh, and that's okay. why in Ireland you have lots of, like, lots of ghost stories. Like, they really believe in ghost stories. I thought that was So the spirit talking. world is yeah. like a big mixer. <laughs> right? I was going to say, I thought, it was, I thought it was a whiskey talking. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know that old sow. Ah. <laughs> uh, it all, they also Just a lot of Irish guy talking about his wife. Yeah, the lighting bonfires. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, they lit the bonfires to honor the dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would aid the dead in their journey. And uh, also kept them away from the living. Get away! Right. Don't come near me. Mm-hmm. I get a bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's the same idea of why they light fires whenever you're in the African bush to keep the animals away from you. Right. Because they're scared of fire. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it did then become Halloween that we're familiar with after the Christian missionaries decided that, no, you can't have that day anymore. We're going to take it. We're going to make it something else. We're going to make it something else. Because yeah. we, they couldn't get them to quit we were doing... We taking stuff from other people always. Right? I, I mean, keeping the morality on both sides of the issue out, I got to say that the Pope... Uh, well, which which pope is it here? Uh, well, Pope Gregory the first but, is the one that but, does but the but edict. <laughs> yeah, Pope Pope Gregory the first. Oh yeah, I gotta say his uh, his policy was pretty good. I yeah. mean, if they're if they're not abandoning it, repurpose it. It's yeah. really smart. If you want to reach people that you that have ingrained beliefs that you can't shake, then you just adopt it and just rebrand said, it. I thought you just shake them harder till they believe. <laughs> Put them in the Iron Maiden. That's that's what they did with the Native Americans in the this United States. This is true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that didn't work. No. So. no yeah. You t- you turn you turn the iconography and the symbols into things related to the religion you want people to practice. Right. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's you incorporate it. Yep. That's why uh, if people are worshiping a tree, you get a Christmas tree at Christmas time. Uh-huh. Right. Copyright infringement. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How are you going to copyright a damn tree? Yeah. It's my tree. It's plagiarism. Right. Although I guess you can copyright a tree. Charlie Brown Snoopy did one. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, and also at this time we, we have, uh, well, the religious... Uh, leaders, I guess you would say, uh, the Druids, mm-hmm. which were a big part of this. Um, they were the priests, the poets, the scientists, the scholars. Right. Um, and all religious leaders, ritual spiritualists, and bearers of learning, which were the Druids, were not unlike right. the very missionaries that are trying to take away our Halloween. Or right. Zawin, sorry. Um, um, yeah, so... Uh, they tried to incorporate Halloween. Yeah. But the thing is, is that the missionaries identified all of the iconography and all of the ideas that went with Samhain as inherently evil. Right. And so they couldn't, they branded it and the, and all of the deities that went with it as evil and associated them with the devil. And that's where we get the common Christian um, association between with Halloween as a demonic or evil holiday. Right, right. 
So I believe the devil. So I want. So I want. I thought so, foosball was a devil. So I wonder if like there was like they were just having the all the missionaries were just having the meeting and it got to ha- like we got they were like got through all the other holidays first and they're like yeah yeah and this can mean this and fertility you know it's the birth, the birth of spring and everything like that we can go we can put this into Easter this will work very well okay well, yeah that- and then it gets to it gets to Halloween and it's like okay and what do people do on Samhain? Oh oh no. Oh no! Since that like no. flies in the uh, face of all of our dogma. Okay. What do we do now? Can we have a holiday devoted to bad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 most of the holidays we celebrate today have been done from the Christian world. Going okay, because there was also, I believe, another pagan holiday around December twenty fifth. Absolutely. Which was why we now went. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called, yeah, but um, it, yeah, there is a and many, 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 especially European cultures, oh, all yeah. had this idea of a midwinter's like we can make it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why they did it, and normally it fell around the twenty fifth of December. So right, and it it's it's important to it's important to note that even whenever we're dealing with uh, you know. The adopting it all, adopting it all on Samhain and saying the bad practices and everything—it's immediately followed by All Hallowness or All Saints Day, right? Which is not a bad holiday. Yeah, no. Not bad. <laughs> well, and those were how uh, the Catholic Church decided to try to offset it and attract people to right. to uh, these other holidays rather than Samhain. Yeah. yeah. Um, all, uh, all Saints Day and then All Souls Day right. immediately afterwards. Right. Uh, yeah. All Saints is November 1st and All Souls Day is the 2nd. Which is actually when Samhain was practiced was November 1st. Right. So that's why we end up moving into October 31st right. in order to get our Halloween. Right. Yes. Um, and it doesn't stop there. Um, in 43 AD, the Roman Empire, after they conquered most of the Celtic territory, uh, they continue it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have two festivals of Roman origin that they combined. I thought you were about to say Samhain. Roman orgy, and I'm like, of course. Yes, Roman orgies. <laughs> uh, the first was Felicia. I mean, Ferilia. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just throw in all those holidays in one pot to get after it. So, orgy of holidays. Romans like to throw a lot of things in pots and get after it. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we call them rabbits and not Romans? Uh, <laughs> uh, the first was Feralia. Which was a day in late October. Uh, Romans traditionally commemorated the passing of the dead. Mm-hmm. And the second was a day to honor Pomona, mm-hmm. which was the Roman goddess of fruit and trees. And uh, her right. symbol is an apple. Which is where we get the idea of bobbing for apples associated oh. with Halloween. Yeah, I thought it was because she used a Mac. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to drown them all. Yes. <laughs> Don't do that. Some people are going to say Steve Jobs came up with All Saints Day. <laughs> he probably did, yeah. Yep. He called it All, all Steve's Day. Saint Steve Jobs came up with All Saints right. Day. <laughs> oh. um, so, yeah. Romans carrying it on. Oh, this is where we get Pope Bonifucci. Yes. Uh, yeah. 609. Yeah. AD. In 609 AD. On May 13th. Mm-hmm. Was that a Friday? Who knows? <laughs> I Don't hope know. so. Uh, but yeah, uh, Pope Bonifaci, Bonifaci mm-hmm. the f- Ivy, the fourth. <laughs> the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he dedicated the Pantheon in Rome to honor all Christian martyrs. 
and the Catholic Feast of All Martyrs Day. Oh, now we have All Saints Day, All Souls Day, and now All Martyrs Day. Yeah. Uh, and that was established by the Western Church, Pope Gregory. Uh, I, I, I. <laughs> the third? Oh, the third, yes. Are you stuttering, Mike? I, 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 I got it. Greg Gory. Gregorovich. It. Yes. <laughs> well, he could he, he should have loved it. His his part of his name is Gory. Right? <laughs> I don't um, think he's like Edward Gory. Oh yeah. yes. But he later explained it explained explained. Explained it. I I I I I He expanded the festival to include all saints as well as all martyrs. Right. Uh-huh. Bring them all in. Live or so dead. then, uh, he expanded the time of the uh, of the observance of this holiday from May thirteenth all the way to November first. Yeah. So, so we got like six a months. A lot of, of feasting and such. You know, six months of eating. Right. Yeah. So then, by the ninth century, uh, the influence of Christianity was spread all across the Celtic lands. Which is a long way away if you've ever looked at a map. Like, and at the time, there's no cars, there's no bullet trains. Yeah. Like that's you're walking on foot or riding a horse. Well, I saw a documentary on the Celtics in itself, and they span from Ireland all the way to China. There's still Celtic people in in some areas of China. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's, most people think Celtic, they think Ireland. No, it it spans most of Europe into Asia. Yeah, Celtic is amazing because uh, they're good like, Catholics. They're, no condoms. They're the, they're the civilization that no one really talks about. Yeah. Um, because they are they're, they're this highly organized people, but they are a, they are still a pastoral group. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they still are very much dependent on the land, so people don't view them as a highly advanced society right. like others do. But and they, they all... had a highly formed religion that that was uh, almost almost 100% practice, we believe. They, they also didn't integrate themselves all the time into the societies no. they went no. into, which is the reason why any uh, the stereotypical gypsy that you see is yeah. almost always Irish. Yeah. Well, well Romanian. Romanian. No, those are very different. Uh, yeah. Romanis are not a, a location-specific group. Right, right. Um, but they do not, they are not, uh, Romanis are not those that you see in Ireland. Mm-hmm. In Ireland, they are called the Travelers. Okay. And they are a completely different group entirely okay um so yeah. they get interchanged in media from time to time yes it, and that's the thing this is a common misconception people assume that they're the same thing but romani are a darker skinned darker haired group okay. and uh that's why especially northern uh europe tends to discriminate against them mm-hmm. um and uh, but the nomadic lifestyle has always been uh discriminated against in any settled group and it's because so. they're really pissed off at vlog <laughs> yes, that's it. They know how to fight well. They know about werewolves, though. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Because he should have a begin by werewolves. And also, don't let them suck on your buttons. No, don't suck on, <laughs> don't suck on your buttons. Um, so, yeah. Uh, took over all of the Celtic area. Uh, which, you know, then they, they took the Festival of the Dead... Uh, but sanctioned it as their own holiday on mm-hmm. Souls Day. Uh, the, the funny thing is, they they normally would celebrate it almost exactly they, like the Celtics. Exactly would. the same. They would light their bonfires, and you know, 
have their parades and they and dress up in their up, costumes. They set up offerings of yeah. fruits and vegetables and all that kind of thing and not human sacrifices, yeah. just other kinds of offerings. It's called rebranding. <laughs> yeah, rebranding. <laughs> it was Nike now. It's, it's called Synergy, Heather. Synergy. <laughs> um, it's called All Hallowmas. Oh, yeah. Which... Which, of course, is actually uh, when uh, Mexico celebrates Dia de los Muertos. Yes. Right. It is their, it is their, their, their way own, to recognize. They right. have their Saints own. But, but don't confuse that with traditional Halloween. No, they're mm. very separate. They're, that's yeah. the thing is most cultures have their own dead day where they remember their dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, when with Christianity, it's interesting because it spread over such a, a wide range of cultures. Um, they ran into the same problem with multiple cultures. So you end up with the same solution. Um, and that's to to right. make the Day of the Dead and uh, All Saints Day, All Souls Day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but how did we get it here in America? America. The newspapers, Mike. Oh, and the newspapers. <laughs> I think it was from them people called Memigrants. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. There weren't, there weren't no walls then. Right. Right. But, right. Well, and also, um, so the original uh, people who lived in the United States were Puritans. Yes. Like mm-hmm. the most radical Puritans you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't have they, they didn't have Halloween or any concept no. of Halloween. Also, because they were entirely Anglo, um, they didn't have that Celtic influence. Right. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Yeah, it wasn't uh, until the the Irish right. and and people in that probably Wales, yes. Scotland started moving into um, and catching those rides over to America. Well, Absolutely. when you when you look at um, when uh, like. <coughs> across the entire year when you look at the way we uh america like celebrate certain holidays mm-hmm. and everything it's staggering how much of that actually came from celtic and irish tradition. oh yeah oh, absolutely yeah. and, and the, the thing is is like now we celebrate that heritage but we spent yeah. a long time uh people hiding that heritage and if they couldn't then being incredibly discriminated against and right. But that's such an integral part of who we are because as much as they don't want to admit it, Anglos have definitely been affected by everything that went on in Ireland. I mean, America benefited at Irish immigrants' expense in many ways whenever they they came to this country. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the Industrial Revolution was built on the the backs of the Irish and the Italian immigrants. In those those early colony days, um, the one that seemed to accept it the best is, is the Maryland colony mm-hmm. for some reason I'm, yeah which I don't I didn't think that they came in to Maryland I thought that because most of them came in through the New York area went in through Massachusetts and well, over Maryland to, was a cat was a haven for Catholics oh, yeah. which is why there was a bridge over because Irish people are Catholic most of right. the time so yep. that integration and that uh, it, the experience of those holidays was more like they did it and they, they all had because it was integrated across the empire it wasn't just this branch of catholicism has all saints and all souls day everybody had all saints and all souls day so that was brought into yeah mm-hmm. and that became their practice yeah and those first celebrations included play parties absolutely uh they had public events where they uh celebrated harvest neighbors would you know share stories of the dead it's like mm-hmm. campfires, you know. Let me tell you about this. 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they were mostly positive at that point. You think so? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they would tell each other fortunes. Well, I which mean, was, from what I understand, really anti-Christian. Oh, oh my goodness, yes. Like you would never have found that in a Massachusetts Bay colony yeah. or any of those areas. That just mm-hmm. would not have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, because they would, because you, they would call you a witch at that point if you attempted right. to say that someone was a uh, someone to tell someone's fortune or say I saw this omen about mm-hmm. you, you're automatically a witch. Which mm-hmm. is which is funny because Celtic society is one of the biggest propagators of the witch myth. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because um, I, I want to say that the pagan mythos there kind of transformed into the Wiccan mythos, mm-hmm. which is very, very similar, but there's little nuances that are different. Right. Mm-hmm. Not near as different as, say, Catholic versus Southern Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> Those are night and day, if you don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, yeah. They may be day. in the same religion, but the, neither of them acknowledges that the right. other one will go to heaven. So, yeah. <laughs> so it, it really wasn't until the middle of the Drink. 19th. <laughs> <laughs> Church. Yeah. And wine. I heard they have dances. Dances. <laughs> On church grounds. Because you got to get foot loose. you loose. Right? I'm sure there's some church that's played uh, Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Oh, I was just talking about the film, how they were all like. Oh, uh, yeah. You were know, yeah. referencing Ken. the plot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. I got you. Yeah, but uh, now I forgot what I was talking about. Um, My job is done. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so we're oh. talking about how it came to America. Right. Early and, early 19th century. Middle 19th century. Right. And uh, so part of the thing that... Now, I don't know which aspects of Halloween these are influenced, influenced by, right. but not only is it ethnic Europeans, but also it was uh, Native American Indians. And their, right. they started their beliefs merging. also began to merge. So yeah. America has this very distinct Halloween uh very different than any other than the Celtic Halloween or anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, and that's uh, around 1846 is when you start seeing a lot of the Irish coming into America, um, and, yeah. and start bringing a lot of those beliefs and, and traditions. Yeah. With that's them. because of the p- potato famine. So. Yeah. The first potato famine, because there's three of them. So. Yeah, but in the second half of that century, you also you started getting like news reports about like the way the holiday was celebrated. Yeah. And it got yeah. you know shared across America and popularized yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like Absolutely. turning turnips into jack o' lanterns. That was uh, now right, Heather. Turnips. Rutabagas. Rutabagas. <laughs> I told you she was going to get on me for that. <laughs> what what vegetable would you turn into a lantern? A rutabaga. <laughs> 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 Mainly because they're covered in wax. It makes it easier to work with. Right. Okay. Well, you wouldn't think, like, maybe a gourd, which is not quite pumpkinish, but similar? Those are hard to work with. They're, I mean, like, literally, they are hard yeah. to work with. Oh, I got you. Okay. Kay. Yes. The potato famine of 1846, that's what Katie was talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have to have our potatoes. Definitely. <laughs> right. I can't go without my potatoes. <laughs> I don't have them. 
Um, American, uh, the Amer- then Americans began to start wearing costumes, going to house to house, asking for food or money. And no, they weren't begging. The, yeah, well, this, <laughs> that's a, that's the thing. It's like that's the thing. Is like imagining this. Yeah. Like you, you go to America, a, a capitalist society, and you say, "The land of a, dreams." Adults dress up, and in exchange for not playing tricks on you, they ask for food or drink. Just straight up other neighbors. Like, you give me that bottle of wine, I'm not going to burn down your barn. I can, (laughs) you know, it's our society that, you know, we're a society that's like, you're a little too old to be trick or treating, sir. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) That's not what our native founding fathers did. I'm very, I'm not surprised that 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 didn't catch on (laughs) for for adults. But our founding fathers did it. My favorite thing is uh, in the, this particular article we're looking at, it describes the act of trick-or-treat whenever it became a big thing, yeah. starting in the 20s and 30s, whenever Halloween had become a little bit more secular. Which you ever seen the pictures of those? Those are horrifyingly terrifying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Those masks are awful. <laughs> They're scary. Who's going to buy one? <laughs> uh... Yeah. Anyways, they, anyways, it was uh, uh, it became more secular. Got a lot of wild parties and everything. And then by the fifties, they Old had towns were doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and the How idea we can't do that here. This is get all of Dublin going. Right. <laughs> the whole idea in the fifties was that uh, to limit the amount of vandalism that was happening, that it, it became a community event and everybody did it. Yeah. I mean. I wonder how much of that in, involved, like, it's one of those things, whenever you whenever you co-opt a holiday and you say that this is a holiday uh, recognizing bad influences and mischief and everything, I wonder how much of that is the Christian co-opted, you know, co-opted nature of it resulted in this being the holiday of mischief and pranks. Oh, and I think that's where the the whole basis of the crow comes from. It's not really. I mean, Devil's yeah, you, you've got mm-hmm. the you've got the love story there of why he comes back to right. seek revenge or whatever. But it's really based. But isn't around, it, isn't it October thirtieth? Like it was, they created another holiday right before Halloween is the uh, Devil's Night, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was either good. it was either that or Halloween. I can't remember. It's um, Detroit. They, 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 <laughs> Set the Detroit city on fire. Post apocalyptic. You need Detroit. you need a you need a reason to burn things down. You're in Detroit, <laughs> right? Just look outside. There's a reason. Uh, yeah, but it was during the during this time, uh, poor citizens would beg for food, uh, and and, and uh, families would give them pastries called soul cakes. Yum yum. Funky. Soul cake. As long as they would pray for the family's dead relatives. Oh, okay. I give you a soul cake, you pray for my family, we'll be good. I wonder if it's anything like Pond Dulce. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, if it's sweet bread, that would be pretty similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I think we should have left the original name though instead of trick or treating. Called it go- going a souling. Going a souling. Going a souling. We're going a souling. You know how many people you would like accumulate of how many people you had to pray for 
So, like, you go to every house and you have to, like, write down the name of the family and, like, right. bullet points of the names so you throw, keep throw up with it. Rutabaga. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds more like being a Mormon missionary or Seventh-day Adventist. <laughs> right? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, of course, dressing in costume all came from both Europe and Celtic roots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hundreds of years ago, winter was uncertain and frightening. Uh, food supplies often ran low. For many people, they were afraid of the dark. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Afraid of the dark. That's kind of a that's kind of a primal fear. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, having the short days of winter didn't help because mm-hmm. you would get more. I think more night at that part period than you would daylight. Well, can you ima- Can you imagine? And they didn't have no uh, turning the clocks back. Well, right. well, think about. Uh, I mean, think about trick or treating. What what trick or treating would have been like in the early days? Like, I mean, just going around and asking your neighbors for stuff before the advent of electricity or before electricity got to your town. Yeah, like there's no putting a porch light on. No, yeah. everything is like candle lights in the windows, and you just in the middle of the night just start knocking on people's doors and, and i think that's a lot of where the jack-o'-lantern started coming from because you didn't have the porch lights to leave on if there was a jack-o'-lantern in front of the door mm-hmm. that was a house you could go to yeah mm-hmm. a signal Did you know that there is a soling song that you sing oh let's hear it heather oh sing it for us heather <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. I'll sing it to you. <laughs> uh, sing it to the tune of Happy Birthday to You. Please, good missus, a soul cake, an apple, a pear, a plum, or a cherry, anything good to make us all merry. One for Peter, two for Paul, three for him who made us all. Okay. Paul three got for named. Paul. Oh yeah, it's my it's my song. You I forgot the, you, about you that. You get the most. You get three. <laughs> I like that it referenced a '70s folk group. Yeah, yeah. Peter, Paul, Mary. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely who they meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going a soulin'. <laughs> now most people think that costumes. Of course, back in the back in the ancient times, it was it was uh, it wasn't so much to dress up as somebody else. Right. There was there was a purpose behind it. Um, but once it got into America and started changing, it was it was actually done so that the ghosts wouldn't recognize you and come mm-hmm. after you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's what it mentioned. Uh, the Celt with the Celts, they did that as well. Right. Um, and if you're an avid Supernatural fan, yes. you, you may re- rec- remember the episode where they took on the Lord of Halloween, Samhain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, Sam had put the blood on his face mm-hmm. to hide himself from it so he wouldn't find him. Yeah. Thus your mask. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't watched that one. So. You ever seen that one? Oh, that was a long time ago. Because <laughs> yeah. we got season 13 starting over here soon. Yeah, we, uh, I stopped halfway through season two. Shameful admin. Shame, shame. On <laughs> yeah, now we don't have. Uh, I, I was pushing him along, but not like too hard, trying mm. to hope he'll. But no. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. He may have stopped in, in, in half a season two. Heather hasn't watched any of it. <gasps> I have not. It's good stuff. It. No shame in my game. I I did. 
I didn't dislike it. It's just I kept looking at that episode count. And I'm like, well, he doesn't like big commitments. So uh, Do you watch Bleach. I like big commitments <laughs> to my wife. Yeah, that's it. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, hopefully big that's why we don't have a kid yet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Lord. Hey, moving on. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Um, but you, but you know one thing that comes around. Well, another thing that comes around are superstitions. Right. Everything always has to have a superstition. Don't 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 walk under the ladder. Don't let the black cat cross your path. Uh huh. You know. There's a black cat that lives in my house. There's a black cat is always crossing your path. Well, I know. M- well, look at it this way: you're crossing its path, so you're fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, now it's got the curse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Damn, I had to cross my path. <laughs> so one of the interesting, th- the other thing is like how we decorate for Halloween yeah. is not and not really technically indicative of what these Halloween right. like these things mean but most of them do have a superstition attached to them yeah uh, so that's it's another thing to look at, look at is uh, why we decorate the way we do why those things mm-hmm. are part of that yeah uh, we were talking about black cats you know uh, they've often been identified as witches' familiars, right? Mm-hmm. Or so, witches themselves, yeah. Or witches mm-hmm. themselves, and that, uh, of course, we just mentioned crossing the path with it, and uh, having one cross your path on Halloween, though, could be a sign of a witch nearby, right? But only on Halloween. No. What's inter- What's interesting, though, in Celtic tradition is that w- when we're looking at it. A lot of these uh, superstitions or whatever are not ill omens, no. like. Picking up cabbages and they got roots means you're going to find your lover on Halloween. Right. That's great. <laughs> well, Heather, I figured out what's going on in your household. Because oh, one of the superstitions says that if a black cat meows on your porch or near a window, a death will soon be in the family. Oh, no. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't plan on dying. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it. Just tape that cat's, the cat's mouth shut. Yep, that's, that's all you gotta do. No meow, no meowing. Right. Um, there's a lot of like a jack o' lantern, um, mm-hmm. which is the burning of a candle inside uh, a jack o' lantern on Halloween keeps evil spirits and demons. You know that was a way of keeping the spirits away from their door. Right. And if you were out and about, then that's when you would put on the costume. Right. And this is one of the, the interesting things. Like I grew up, we we were we got to carve one pumpkin, and uh, we did it a few days before Halloween. But we didn't carve anything other than a uh, uh, anything other than a cross in it, which is interesting since the the idea of uh, the, the idea of the jack lantern is to scare away these evil demons. Yeah, and that, and so I guess. Putting a cross puts a religious tone to keep away the evil spirits. Well, there you go. There you go. (laughs) And in a household where you really do acknowledge that all those Mm -hmm. exist, like it's like, because we did that. (laughs) I think it would be really funny if someone went in to a Catholic church, put a whole bunch of little jack-o'-lanterns on Halloween on all the candles, and then everybody's going in and kneeling down and lighting a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. That would be funny. And then everybody just goes, Tim Burton was here. Yeah. Tim Burton was here. <laughs> right. Jack the Pumpkin King. Mm. Um, ghosts. 
If you see a ghost, walk around it nine times. Then it's gone. What if the ghost is a dick and it starts walking around you the other way? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! I'm to walk around you. No, I'm walking around you. So nine times, Heather, remember that. Oh, children born on Halloween are said to have the gift of second sight. I know two people that were born on Halloween. Really? Do who? They have, do they have second sight? Give the first names. Stacy's one of them. Oh. Stacy's mom? Uh, <laughs> no, she wouldn't. Born. No, I know someone else. I've never known anybody with Not Halloween. on Halloween, no. Maybe. <laughs> my, my, my wonderful wife is close. Mm-hmm. She's on the 19th, but not on Halloween. Okay. Um, they didn't mention they were psychic, so I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, you, you forgot to mention that it also includes the power to ward off evil spirits. Right. So they're basically a witch, right? Yeah. Or <laughs> anti-witch? Well, maybe. Well, see, they, they, they have second the... sight and they ward off spirits. Mm. They're a wizard. The Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I almost thought that said coffee, but it says coffin. <laughs> and not what Heather's doing. You got a caffeine fix? You need a caffeine fix? Yeah. <laughs> owls. Uh, yeah. Many well, people used to believe that owls swooped down to eat the souls of the dying. I have never heard that one before. I really? have not either. Well, if they heard the owl hooting, they would become frightened. Well, shit, I have a gigantic owl that lives in a barn on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my friend had a owl that ate his mom's teacup poodle. Well, Heather, if you want to be safe from said owl, all you have to do is turn your pockets inside out. That's what they said, and it would make you safe. Yeah? No. What happens if you don't have pockets? <clears throat> yeah, most women's pants don't have pockets. I know, it's a power thing. Yeah. I'm written a paper about that. <laughs> you written a paper about this specific superstition no. being no, a way to... No, that she doesn't have pockets. Pockets. Pockets, pockets okay. and how they're a, uh, a masculine attempt to uh, distinguish themselves as superior. Which made no sense when that company created that doll called Polly Either Pocket. that or the companies are cheap and they figure that women carry purses instead of wallets. No, that's the thing is that we're supposed to carry baggage. No, they don't uh, even have front pockets. I mean, it's, it looks like a pocket, but there's mm-hmm. nothing right. there. These do not have pockets. Yeah. It's really frustrating. They the look only, like they have pockets. The only time you get a pocket is when you have cargo capris or something. Or specifically jeans. Yeah. And a lot of jeans don't have them. Right. And your blue jean skirt is never going to have pockets. I can guarantee you that. Oh, I got to tell you. I know a couple of people who, when they bought suits, thought their suits didn't have pockets because they didn't know to cut the so threads. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to tell you, though, if on Halloween you hear footsteps behind you on that night. Mm-hmm. Don't look back. Run. Don't look back. There may be a, 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 a gaggle of kids back there, but don't look back. Run away. Oh, spiders uh, are a good omen. Really? It could be the dead following you. Yeah. If you see a spider on Halloween night, it means that the spirit of a dead loved one is watching over you. Aw. I've got like 75 spiders on my porch. I'm guarantee you're going to see a spider on Halloween in my house. Aw. <laughs> you're loved. And they're gigantic, too. A lot of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heather, we're all going to die. Because it says on Halloween night, it's believed that those who are destined to die within a year hear a sigh that is carried by the wind which blows over the feet of the dead. 
The wind is always blowing at your house. Hold on. What the crap does that mean? Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Is that it means it comes from the direction of a cemetery. Of a cemetery? cemetery? Oh, you do have a cemetery nearby your house, Heather. Yes, I do. And the wind is always blowing. Does it come out of that direction? Sometimes. 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 Okie dokie. Sometimes. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you put your clothes on inside out and walk backwards on Halloween night... You will meet a witch. You will meet a witch. I guess that's so a better Chris way. So Criss Cross always met witches back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, you've always got to have your little fun facts, though. Interesting little tidbits of information that you're just like, really? Right. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, one quarter of all candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased specifically for Halloween. It's a lot of candy. I guarantee you Cadbury eggs aren't in that statistic. No. No. Yeah, I love me Cadbury eggs. They're holding it back from you, Heather. Yeah. I know. And one of my favorite ones during Christmas is the uh, chocolate orange. I love the chocolate orange. What's the what company is that? I forgot. I can't remember. Oh, Maybe just Cadbury's. Oh, Fast Fingers. Who makes the chocolate orange? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Halloween, of course, is an abbreviated version of the that would phrases. Be Terry. Who? Terry's. 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 Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Abbreviated version of the phrases All Hallows Eve or All Hallows Evening. (laughs) What are you children doing this All Hallows Evening? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to souling. Right? Uh, Let's see. Adults also went door to door asking for food and drinks in exchange for a song or a dance. Yep. It's and called a titty bar nowadays, isn't it? Yep. My and great aunt, actually, she would sit out on her porch and give uh, give out candy on Halloween. And they would line up in front of her house because she always gave the best candy. But she would say, all right, you do your trick, then I'll give you your treat. And they had to they had to sing a song or nice. dance or do a turn around in a circle. Or it's something. so endearing when an old woman says it. But if an yeah. old man said that, her husband would go drum up business, as they said it, by going out in the backyard and revving a chainsaw. Multiple times. Okay. He didn't go out in the street and says, Come out, come to our house, children. No. No. Wait, wait, did he go from going, uh, to, eh, would he change his face? I have no idea. <laughs> you know, when he put on the woman face, he had, yeah. to, he had to go, ah. Right, 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 yeah. I'm a pretty lady. There is an Irish legend says that Jack or Leonard's are named for a man called Jack who could not go to heaven or hell and was forced to walk the earth forever with only a coal from hell to light his lantern. That's... There's an epic cartoon that uh, Cartoon Network did called uh, Over the Garden Wall. And there is like a devil figure in that cartoon that like talks about lighting the lantern. It's like with this oil of these trees that Spoiler ends up being people that were corrupted and turned oh, into trees cool. and chopped down. It's really good. There's a couple of off the actually a lot of it's off the wall, but um, it's it is really a great good. folklore uh, 
that feel. Should, that should yeah. be on our house. Yeah, but that was list. that was really should. <laughs> that was kind of their term though. If, mm-hmm. if, if, if the guys that went around lighting the lanterns, they were mm-hmm. called jacks, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, that word shows up in over the garden wall. Mm-hmm. Does it? Does. Nope. <laughs> hmm. hmm. Samhain means summer's end, and it marks the beginning of winter. Mm-hmm. Also thought to celebrate the beginning of the Celtic year. And the Celts believed the Samhain was a time when the dead could walk among the living. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then I wonder, is it, because we don't have a lot of clarification in this, do they believe that it's zombies, or do they believe that it's the souls and their ghosts? Hmm. Well, a lot of the traditional stuff that you read says spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. Which thus would mean the embodiment of... The, or their soul. The yeah. understanding we ever we we have of from zombies come from hate come from Africa really like hate, yes. it, it come from Haiti, Haiti actually yeah Haiti. yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, okay so there's there are lots I've read of some slave narratives that talk about being free in Haiti yeah. and uh, how they needed people to work the sugar plantations but because it was mm-hmm. so grueling they couldn't get them to do yeah. it. So some people, and they don't know how many, were able to develop some kind of serum or something that they dosed people regularly with that you made them her into... Serpent the Rainbow yet? Mm-mm. No, I've just read this, no. this, this myth. Well, we, we listened to uh, that podcast lore and he had one episode that was specifically dealing with the way specifically dealing with it and that's the thing about that particular like the the original zombie myth Mm -hmm. is so frightening to me oh yeah because because it's because it's completely about co-opting up an entire person like taking away all their own agency and making them a mindless worker and one of the worst things is they would find uh, they would pick people that were considered useless Mm-hmm. And their families would often administer the first dose mm-hmm. and then deliver these people to the slave it's, masters. It's almost like in early America when, you know, if you as a woman decided to read a book, you're insane. I'm going to go put you in this insane asylum. Right. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, especially if you didn't make dinner after you read that book. I know, right? right? And it was a she cookbook, I could tell, because I could read. <laughs> My uh, shirt wasn't washed whenever I got up this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Did you iron it? Mm-mm. I saw her speaking to a cat. (laughs) (laughs) She put hex on my kid. (laughs) Did we lose Heather? No, I'm here. Yes. (laughs) Uh, The Bluetooth is working. It's working. The Bluetooth is working. It's working. Thank you, Mr. Bluetooth. We Mr. Bluetooth. (laughs) Going all a solely. (laughs) Um... Now, some of the most popular costumes that we've seen as of last year. Mm-hmm. There's a giant truck running by. Okay. Wait, and we have them by age group. Yeah, by age group. So children. Uh, the truck the, by an age group? Yes. 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 There, was a, there was a big truck that drove by. Yeah, yeah that one was hear. driven by children. Yes, that Absolutely. one was by children. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't see any corn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but some popular children's costumes uh, last year were action or superheroes. So Commando meets Shazam. I don't know. Well, there's still a lot of Superman, which I don't understand, at, given the last two Superman movies, why it's right. still a popular costume. I know. Um, it's an enduring. It's yeah. an enduring 
look, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> red tights, underwear on the outside. Yeah, good yeah. luck. Good <laughs> yeah, blue and red. Yeah, it's striking. Yeah. There's it's lots striking. of Batman, and there's lots of Iron Man. And yeah. Yeah. Now you're seeing a lot of uh, Wonder Woman right. after mm-hmm. the release of the film. I saw a couple of Rocket Raccoons last year. Did you see? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rocket. <laughs> I did see raccoon. a Gamora. Which, which would apply to both number one and number three on the list because animals are also on here. This yes. is true. <laughs> uh, but then you also got your princesses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Princesses. A lot of Disney ones specifically. See, of course yeah. you get a lot of Belle this year. Right. After the live action film. And a couple years before that, it was, or actually the last four years, has been Elsa. Elsa. And Anna. And Anna. I'm like, excuse why, me. Wh- yeah. Why is nobody liking Anna? Why is it always Elsa? She's the one shooting ice crystals at your eyeballs. Well, specifically with Frozen. <laughs> the one with well, power, man. <laughs> specifically with Frozen, Anna is the actual princess from that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because. If di- even though Disney swept it under the rug, you know, it's based on the Ice Queen, so Elsa was supposed to be the villain. Right. But then they right. deci- but then after a couple of rewrites they decided, eh, no. Right. Well they wrote <laughs> let go or uh, let it go let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And yeah, right. And they were like, Oh my gosh, she's not a villain. And yeah. so they rewrote it. And then they decided um, that they had to build a snowman. No, but, technically, but, technically, they could have. I mean, technically, you could have made a complex narrative starting right there. Whenever she says "let it go," and she could have been fierce. Oh yeah, and like, let it go. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then go. and then it would be like the original story where she does something horrible and she realizes the folly of her ways and she becomes a hero by the end. Right. But yeah, but a much yeah. more but kids have issues whenever you don't draw clear lines between good and evil. So that's why Disney wants to do that from the very beginning. Marketable companies have a problem with that. Not specifically children. Now, I don't understand why they separated (laughs) action and superhero with Batman character. Because Batman character refers to everything. What about a Marvel character? What about a Superman character? What about? I mean, that you know, falls under super, but it, like probably Batman. Is Batman so is probably there's probably they're probably referring to Joker and Penguin and Riddler Harley and Quinn. Harley Quinn and po- well, probably not Poison Ivy. No, not not. For I thought this you were gonna say Boys group. to Men. I was like, what? And Boys <laughs> to Men, the, the epic the epic villains of Boys to Men. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, don't be knocking the Boys to Men. Batman, <laughs> I'll make love to you like you want me to. <laughs> hey, I just went and saw them not too long ago. Let's get a car. It's not a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Star Wars characters. Yeah. Um, right. Always huge with children. Charlie was a stormtrooper how many years? Heather? He was stormtrooper. He was stormtrooper, snowtrooper, Rex. Probably like eight years in a row. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He enjoys being the the faceless foot soldier of the Empire. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) He never never wanted to be Darth Vader? He, he never wanted to be Darth Vader? No, never. He always wanted to be a clone. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So, this is where we're going to start getting into our age differences. Um, so, the top adult costumes. 18 to 34. Right. Ages 18 to 34. Uh, Which, who, 
bright. Oh my gosh, everything's sexy. Sexy Chucky costume. Oh, I like that. Girls almost cannot find a costume that's not sexy. Did you say sexy possum? Sexy possum that got ratty fur all over him. Where is that curly tail? Sexy possum call. I wonder if they'll do a sexy Pennywise from the new movie. Yes, we saw we saw a list of them. Really, there's a lot of different ones. And they're really rabbit teeth to put in. Only two of them of the ten we saw had the the teeth. Really? Yep. Can I have your rabbit teeth if you're going to be the new Pennywise? No, they they were all definitely doing new Pennywise because they had the makeup that went from the mouth all the way up and the kind of wavy lines. Sexy Pennywise. A couple of them were, but Two? most of the time it was just the face you were looking at rather mm. than the outfit. Right. A lot of them, well, well that, I, that list looked like there were a lot of YouTube tutorials. Oh, yeah. I do photos. expect to see a lot of Pennywise this year. The oh, new yeah. Pennywise. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Coming this year. And um, honestly, honestly, it should put you less on edge because everybody goes, oh, they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Right. That's it. Which oh, is no. good because that paranoia bullshit from last year about the creepy clowns was irritating. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so some top adult costumes from ages 18 to 34. Batman characters. Is number one, by the way. Number mm-hmm. one, Batman characters. Because all the girls want to be a sexy Harley Quinn. Yes. Harley Quinn. After Suicide Squad. Oh, what yeah. about Enchantress? The no. epic character Enchantress who swayed around and was evil. Uh, no. no, that's not who they want to be. Um, she wears clothes. <laughs> of course, you know, in, in the 90s, you had you had your Catwoman and Poison Ivy and all the ones through the Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's not films. who you see most of the time. You no. just see a thousand and f- more than that. I wonder if anyone so dressed up as Amanda Waller after Suicide That would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like CCH Pounder. Yeah. She's a good or, or, No, wait, it's Viola Davis. Viola was Davis. that one Viola Davis? Viola oh, Davis. Yeah, she's good in that show, uh, How to Get Away with Murder. No. It's not bad. Okay. Um, so, where were we? Oh, witches. Right. Mm-hmm. Animals. Yeah, of course. Can we mark that off? Because that just makes me think furries. <laughs> oh, well, probably. Uh, yeah. That probably goes into the statistics. So. Well, it just probably. means they're going to wear lots of spandex and uh, yeah. not very much of it. So. The third one listed is bunny, so I guarantee you those are sexy animal outfits oh, yeah. at that point. Cat. Okay, a cat? Cat yeah. dog. Thank you, Hefner, for forever sexualizing an animal for us. Right. Yeah. There you go. Um, number four is a tie between Marvel and DC superheroes. Mm-hmm. So you could be Deadpool, Spider-Man, and... Wonder Woman, Superman, adults still dressing like Superman. Yeah. What if you like did a combo? You could be like Dead Man, Wonder, Super. Well, on, honestly, well, honestly, if you're Deadpool, you can just like change the color scheme in one or two places, and then you end up looking like Deadshot from DC. Or Deathstroke. Deathstroke is also looks fairly similar. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Um, and then vampires. Right. You, you, they're you easy. Would, you, it, it, yeah, it's they're amazing that you didn't dead. see zombie on that list with the with the advent of Walking Dead. Because mm. it's still very, very popular. But, see, these are the sales of costumes. This is true. Zombies yeah. are just makeup yeah, jobs. Yeah, it's true. That is true. Um, and then you got your uh, top adult costumes for 35 and older. Which, which is be, every single witch. teacher, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, pirate. That's me every day. I mean, come on now. <laughs> what, a pirate? Pir- I've seen yeah. you dress up like a pirate. Arr. Arr. <laughs> uh, political costumes, like Trump. Those horrifying Clinton. latex masks that they sell yeah. every political season. I don't know. They got the new ones this year where they're like the big giant well, cardboard. The, the, well, they always are. Like They're always like about a size and a half too big on the head size. So they always... I mean, it's like the same ones they, uh, they used in Point Break for the robber masks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, vampires. Uh, and Batman characters. It kills me that people are buying... But pa- you, packaged vampire costumes. Right? Those are pretty easy to, to assemble yourself. Yeah. I would have figured, you know, <laughs> some Iron Mans and some Thors and with the Avengers. Yeah. You know, that was pretty big over the last few years. Mm-hmm. So people 35 and older dressing as Batman characters. I wonder what Batman characters they do at that age. Well, I hope there's not. It depends a ho- on what kind of party they're going to. Well, actually, at my size, I come as Fat Man. You have a 55-year-old Harley Quinn. Uh, I bet it happened. <laughs> oh, uh, I bet so. it happened. I can see it. Recent di- divorcee. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Recently divorced. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm daddy's little monster. Stop saying that, mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and, and then, you know, you always have to dress up your pets. Right. Got to dress up your pets. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I would dress up as mine as any of these. Um, but a pumpkin? Mm-hmm. Only if you were a pug. <laughs> only if you had a pug. I've, see, I've seen almost, I've seen everyone. The weird thing is all these costumes I've seen on Dotsons. Yeah. All of them. Oh yeah, especially the hot dog costume. Especially yep. the hot dog costume. The whole commercial of that. Bumblebees I've seen on multiple mm-hmm. different types of dogs, usually mm-hmm. toys. Now, how do you have a tie between a lion and Star Wars characters? The sales were too close to call. I guess yeah. so. Now I have seen some really cool Star Wars characters, like for uh, Cooper, they've got an Adat outfit oh. that you can put on him so he looks like a big Adat. <laughs> His legs are long enough. They are. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, You could probably get you know Tesla there as a as a Wookie. Yes. She's the right color. She is the right color. I was about to say you just need to put a sash on her, really. But I don't think I've ever seen a dog dressed as a devil. No. I have. I I actually have. I've seen. I've seen. Like. Right at the end. I was about, yeah. But I was about to say I've seen I I have seen dachshunds dresses all of these. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think because most people who dress their dogs normally have small dogs. Yeah, and it's not normally the big dogs you see. Poodles up. too. You see them all. I guess you know. I guess the body yeah, shape poodles. of a dachshund just works for costumes. Oh though. yeah. You're like, oh, I can just slip it over. It's just a long tube of a dog. Right. <laughs> well, Heather last year wanted to turn a devil dog into a skeleton because. Devil Dog's already black. She was just going to paint mm-hmm. bones on her. <laughs> that would be fun washing out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told her she should yeah. just get that wash out hairspray and just get stencils and go. There you go. You know, like you could get paint to stay still long enough for that. A lot easier than you could Crowley, Tesla, or Cooper. Cooper, yeah. We have deodorant spray for our dogs in between showers. Yeah, you can. 
you can ask Katie. I have to run after oh Cooper. Oh, my God. <laughs> chase, chase him with it. I just grab him by the collar and spray him till they're done. Get over here. Paul, like, chases she be- him. She becomes Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. Huh? Get over here. And he can clear the bed when he jumps. Yes, he can. I can imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can see that. Yours um, can jump. Mine cannot. She's too fat. <laughs> well, lucky you. <laughs> yeah. Mine, e- the way mine eats, he should be fat. Yeah, he yeah. should. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. And, yeah. So there we go. Yep. Halloween. Um, Coming soon. So that question that my friend asked, do we want to save it for another podcast, or nope. do we want to make it a quick one here? Let's make it a quickie. Okay. So one of one of our listeners, a close personal friend of mine, uh, posed the question: If you could. Sp- if you could investigate or spend time at any real-life haunted location, where would you want to go? Where you want to go, Heather? <laughs> Is that where like? Does it have to still be standing? No, it, any point throughout history. Okay. So, the one that, I mean, the one that really like perplexes me and makes me the most nervous is Danvers State Hospital yeah. in, in uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. I have no idea if I'd even want to be brave enough to set foot in that place because I know the background of that place. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Look, there are other people trying to in- infiltrate. And she's in a Harley Quinn costume. She is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have two. Actually, okay. yeah. Okay, so and these are both local ones, right? That are you know just local legends, that kind of thing, um, but not local to here. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so there used to be a mental hospital, that uh, sanitarium, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, that was in San Marcos. Yeah, and it was burned down by college kids having a séance. Of course. And I would really have liked to go in there yeah. because apparently mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of it. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was a daunting structure. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that, what? Yeah, that's uh, one. And that's then, one. Yeah. the other one? And then the other one is a, uh, it's a manor house in uh, my hometown that we call the Ma- the Wagner Mansion. Wagner it is Man. a cow town, uh, or a cow, cattle barons, there we go, that's the word I'm looking for, cattle barons uh, uh, estate that, uh, that was his outpost in this area because he owned, like, hundred thousand acres of land mm-hmm. so he had different outposts where you could live in an area that he had cattle mm. and so he lived there and uh it is made of solid limestone and uh with 10 uh um anyway with 10 stuff anyway the guy's family um died all of them he oh. had he had 15 children in total two of them si- survived uh to adulthood and all of them so died when are we, in that when are house. We visiting that place? What? I said. So when are we visiting? <laughs> well, it's the problem is is that the ownership is under uh, is uh, disputed at the moment, mm-hmm. so it's in freeze. Like no one. Oh, is this one you were in. talking about um, a couple of weeks ago or so? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, so it's it, since the the. Uh, inheritance was kind of challenged on a couple different levels because there wasn't a direct descendants uh, right. to take the house. Um, it is 
influx. So they have nobody going in and no one is currently taking care of it. So it is uh, it is frozen in a 1908 atmosphere. There's no... Go. Yeah, they've just left it. Um, so there's nothing... In the lake. Yeah, so oh. a lot of reports. Wait, I have a genuine answer. Like a place that I actually want added to our vacation spot list because you want to go to Washington anyways. Yeah, where? The Afterglow. Okay. The Afterglow is an interment of a family who owned a hotel in uh, Washington, mm -hmm. and because of uh, because of the the father of the the family was like a Mason and a uh, Methodist and all Methodist. that, and like he developed this interment for his entire family. That's a dinner table, like a stone table. Around a uh, pergola, oh, how, or what? Oh. It's, it's, it's okay. You would say pergola, but it's stone, made yeah. of stone, and it's huge. It's a mm. daunting open air structure. Nice. And uh, there are each of them are of the family members are interred in the chairs, chairs that surround the table. the table. Really? Yeah. And yes. it's it's and like really like anybody people talk about at spotting them like having conversations there in the Hearing in the, in the twilight hours and everything mm. like that yeah. like there's it's a like a beautiful almost beautiful backstory regarding that uh, regarding mm. that yeah it does sound pretty and cool. like if you like look at pictures of it online which i encourage you to it is very interesting looking yeah and everything that's done there is a light like laden with meaning yeah. every archway every marking everything Super, super. It's a it's a very. I mean, like compared to like a haunted house or anything, it's a very simple structure. But right. it is there's a whole lot of meaning and sentimentality that went into the the making of that structure. Mm -hmm. hmm. <laughs> yep. I have three actually. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. One would be fairly close to home, the Baker. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would love to Mineral Wells. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mineral yeah. Wells, Texas. Yeah. Would love to visit the Baker. Yeah. yeah that would be awesome. Um, I would also like to go to, uh, just slipped my mind all of a sudden, uh, Lizzie Borden's house. Okay. I'd like to stay the night there. That would be fun. And, uh, just for Heather, no, actually, because I want to, uh, we're going to have to go stay at the Amityville house. Which doesn't look anything like the no. Not anymore. The no, they've really replaced the well, windows and remodeled it. Well, no, the windows never looked they never like... Had those the, they never had the face look to it. No, but they did have the the 90-degree uh, angle with the curve. Those bay in windows? In the attics. In the attic. And then, I don't know, I guess within the last 10, 15, 20 years, whoever owned it at one point, remodeled, replaced mm -hmm. them with standard square rectangle windows. The hotel that Steve, the hotel that Stephen King originally based The Shining on would be kind of interesting too. The uh, not the not the one that it was not the one where it was filmed at the one where he stayed. Yeah, uh, that was the Overlook, wasn't it? No, uh, that Overlook's the name of it in the movie or in the. In the uh, I know which one it is. I can't. I, th I thought it had the same name. Yeah, it's in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. Because uh, Ghost Adventures have gone through it. What were you gonna say, Heather? Heather. Heather. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, another place I would want to stay would be the uh, Winchester House. Mm, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. That would be interesting. I would love to go there. And the hotel you're talking about is the Stanley Hotel. Stanley, Stanley Hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We all That's knew it. With no. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Oh, I thought of another one. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so it's no longer standing, but it'd be really cool to do the Velisca Axe Murders house. Yeah. Yeah. To go where? The Velisca Axe Murders house. Which Murderer's which house, house okay. is gotcha. that? Gotcha. It's in Velisca. Is Indiana or Iowa? So Wait, are that. you talking about the murderers' house or the site of no, one of the murders? The site of the murders. Well, it's an which... entire family plus two little girls that were staying over. Yeah, but he he murdered at several houses. No. The most pre- predominant was there this was, family's there house. Were, there well, are suspected yeah, yeah. links in other areas, yeah. but the Velisca is the is the most deadly, the, right? And yeah. the one that the only one the one they where he stayed overnight and all that, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. And another uh, I would love to do, and I plan on doing it next time I go to Chicago, is the murder murder castle mm-hmm. ground. Oh yeah. It's now a parking lot, but you can do a tour mm. of, for H.H. Mm. Holmes. Yeah, mm. I, I I can. It's kind of a shame that it ended up being a parking lot. Yeah, but I can see I can see why in a major city why you couldn't keep that no. structure there because people would be ner- like is like okay turn it into a hotel except that everybody knows there are secret passageways right. in every room and stuff. Yeah. Because they tore down paradise and <laughs> turned, made it a parking lot. <laughs> I don't know that even H.H. H. Holmes thought that was a paradise. No, I, I bet so. he did. <laughs> He's like, look at this. That's so fun. <laughs> All right. So, and this was uh, in response to who? Danny. Danny? Yeah. Is he the one that told me that I, I can't I can't claim <laughs> hosting anymore? Just because I made a couple of comments that I thought I didn't like in Cabin in the Woods? Is, is it this person? That would be the person. Okay. He listens to a lot of our shows. I, I, I never said I hated Cabin in the Woods, to be clear. So thus, I get to keep my hosting ability. Somebody's sensitive. I know. <laughs> no, I just said that there are certain parts of cabin in the woods i thought would have been better in different areas and that is more as a filmmaker's perspective than it is a fan's perspective right so okay um but there we go the history of halloween Mm -hmm. um little tidbits on why we do what we do every year on october 31st I, I heard we have uh big news you wanted to announce in regards to fear central we do um but first let me take a selfie. No, I'm kidding. Um, as always, you can always subscribe to the show on uh, Spreaker.com, Podcast.com, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google and Play, Google Play Listen or Google Listen, whatever. No. Um, always leave comments and whatever at any of one of our social sites. Yeah. Which yes, will be please. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Even leave comments on our YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we are now a part of Patreon. Yes. So um, if you're not sure what Patreon is, now I did send out something via our social networks with a little explanation video of what Patreon really is. But all it really is is just a uh, membership platform that allows it to become easy for you know us creators to get a little extra cash in there, um, which can help 
us build up to better equipment, which thus leads to bigger and better shows yes. and more shows and other things. Um, yeah, and what since Fear Central is also related to uh, the your filmmaking and everything right. like that, mm-hmm. it has a little bit more edge to it. Right, and we do have ideas for. In, we do have interesting ideas for special broadcasts and stuff right. like that in the future. So, I mean, the show will always maintain to be free. Yeah. That, that's yeah. That's going to be a mainstay. Um, but if you do like what you hear, as little as a dollar a month, become a patron. Mm-hmm. You can do that right there on the website, fearcentral.net. Uh, we've got a link right on there. Uh, or you can actually go to patreon.com forward slash fearcentral, I believe. And, uh, just I believe it's not part of that URL. No, no, it's not part of the URL. But, <laughs> oh, dot, 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 I believe. Um, but yeah, as little as a dollar a month, help us build into bigger and better. Uh, because we've got some ideas for um, doing like an old style radio show. Yes. Which is more like a... But since Mike and I are both writers we have we've had some like script idea things and everybody's kind of on board to do some performance yeah yeah kind of like your your old school before tv radio shows like the shadow absolutely like the fraser episode yeah Yeah. (laughs) we just watched that (laughs) (laughs) um and then other things we're looking at uh possibly getting some uh independent filmmakers to do phone interviews with us Mm -hmm. uh, so they can get their name out there uh, we're not looking. We're not talking about the independent filmmakers. Like, oh, I'm independent. The studio gave me a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, no, that's not independent. The studio gave you money. <laughs> anyway, um, all kinds of other things. Hopefully, in the future, we can get some guests to phone in. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be great to have Elvira on here. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, you know, Kane Hodder, or mm-hmm. Robert England. That would be awesome. So, things that you could help us build to by becoming a patron. Absolutely. All right. So there we have it. Uh, next week, we potentially we have like two or three plans. If one falls through, when one falls through, we'll have another. We have yeah. a backup. So. Yeah. So we're not going to announce yet. Yeah. <laughs> but as we get closer to it, we will probably then announce how our next show would be, whether it's another standard podcast just like this, or if we're going to be doing a uh, Facebook Live. Or mm-hmm. an Instagram Live, one of those. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, you'll just have to uh, keep checking back with us to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you have it. History of Halloween. A little extra trivia there for you from Danny, Daniel. Loper. What do you prefer? Daniel? Daniel. Daniel. Or Danny. I call him Danny. I call Danny. Oh, Danny boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <perfect>. That, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so we'll see you all again next week. And as always... Stay scared. Fear Central is a product of Thoughtbox Studios. Copyright 2017. For more information, visit thoughtboxstudios.com.